Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 187, Illumination Accelerates. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. It's good to be back with you. I've just had a very enjoyable time in Norway, a lovely country, beautiful people. And it has been a place that I've known for many, many years. So I was meeting old friends and making new friends and seeing families growing and enjoying the the freshness, the curiosity of the babies and the young children who in some ways, have been oblivious to what's been going on over the last couple of years. And I hope that continues. They just found everything exciting and new. And things are opening up. We are seeing an increase of light entering this planet. There are strange things happening. For instance, we've talked or I've talked about things, energy coming out of the galaxy. There is mention of almost a galactic reversal, whatever that means. Others have talked about photon waves and photons are light. So we're really saying the same thing. There's light energy coming towards us through the waves and the spirals of the galaxy, affecting our sun, our star, and then affecting the planets that orbit around the sun. And we're one of those. And that tendency of this photon energy, these light energies to reach us, is having an impact on us, both mentally, spiritually, physically. So it's as if we're being bombarded with high-frequency energies. So it's not just information that we're receiving, because light is information. We're also being upgraded. So everything in our body that is light, including our DNA, uh, the nucleus of our cells that I'm talking about there, our genetic information that is stored in other places like the mitochondria, our glandular system is changing, our nervous system is changing. Everything's being upgraded by this acceleration of light entering the planet, entering our bodies. And of course, our bodies are having to adapt to that. Some of us are finding it a little challenging maybe to sleep. Others are feeling anxious. Some of you are having palpitations. Once again, keep yourself rooted, but allow yourself to recognize that when we go through these upgrades, we're going to have disturbances. So try not to put so much activity into your day, for instance. Give yourself time to rest. If exercise is something you find is restful, go for it. But otherwise, keep it to a level where you aren't burning up oxygen at an unhealthy level. So do everything just to its optimal experience so that you can allow your body to go through this metamorphosis that it's going through. Now, at the same time, we're seeing other changes happening to the planets around the sun. And it is partly to do 
to this energy that's coming in, partly to do with the fact that the magnetic field of the sun is reversing, and that happens uh, on a fairly regular basis. And what we're seeing is that Pluto, the planet Pluto, has actually almost lost its atmosphere, totally um, baffling to the scientists. And then we've got Neptune doing strange things. And these are both planets that are fairly far out, uh, away from the sun. So Neptune's going through some sort of mini ice age, but only on one of its poles. And the scientists are saying, well, what's going to happen to Uranus? That might be the next planet. That's the next planet in. But others are saying, well, no, Saturn seems to be in line with whatever's happening. So we may hear stories about Saturn having changes to it. But hey, as we come in, eventually it's going to come closer and closer to Earth. So whatever's happening out there in outer space, but really still in the environment of our sun, is definitely heading our way. Who knows when, how, what it's going to look like? We don't know. But these changes, as I keep talking about, are not man-made, not due to climate change. And whereas, as I always say, we need to be good guardians of our planet, there are things that we cannot control, despite the fact we often think we're gods, and we have to adapt ourselves to these changes. Some of them are related to the fact that the pineal gland, as I say, is our sensitive compass, and it's here in the crown chakra. And it helps us to read the energies and to guide us so that we don't get lost. But what we're seeing is a lot of birds and whales and sea animals, other sea animals that use their own little piece of pineal gland. They are being disturbed by our lack of magnetic field and whatever is coming in, as I'm describing, from the galaxy. Now, let us assume that everything that's happening is bringing new information, new light, whatever words we want, but it's changing our frequency. And I want you to keep that in mind. You see, remember, we talk, or I talk about the fact that we have a dense energy field, and we call that a third density form. So my physical body is a third density form. But what we're seeing in the transformation as it lightens, as we bring this light in, our bodies are becoming what we call light bodies. We're we are accommodating our light bodies. We're moving into these higher frequency bodies. And eventually we move towards a fifth density body, et cetera, et cetera. We, we take on a lighter body. And some of that light that we're taking on is not just, I could say, the light that I might see outside my window. It becomes a more intense light that you could say is actually coming directly um, from the sun's activity. In other words, as we develop our ability to take in higher frequencies of light, we find that we are able to take in more of the, uh, I want to use the word nuclear, but more of the electromagnetic energy that is in the core of the sun, rather than just what we experience all this distance that we are from the sun. And likewise, we take in higher and higher frequencies from the galaxy and the cosmos. That change in light 
also is about illumination. And illumination is like turning up a dimmer switch in a room that's been dark. And years ago, I had a meditation where I saw myself at the top of a stone steps and the door was open and the light from the outside was coming in. And I was standing there and as I was looking down, there were a mass of people who had never seen daylight. And they were screaming at me, shut the door, shut the door. The light is hurting my eyes. And I realized that those who have lived in darkness are now seeing a great light. But because we often have lived in that state, it is so painful for us to experience not only what I'm calling about bringing light in, but more information. And that might sound strange to you. You might say, oh, no, I love information. But everything that I'm being told by my guides is that we cannot, at this moment, assimilate the vast amount of information that this light is bringing into our planet at this time. Literally, we would blow a fuse or we would not be able to see it. And therefore, the light that's coming in is in some ways being filtered somewhat by ourselves, you know, like covering our eyes a little bit, but it's also being filtered a little bit by our guides and our spirit world and say, look, if we give you too much information, you won't be able to deal with it. You'll literally go crazy. And you won't be able to deal with that amount of knowledge. And so it's coming in at a more accelerated rate than it's ever been, but still it's being handled, you could say. Now, you might say, well, you know, who has the right to handle the information I'm able to receive? The truth is, this is how it's been for thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of years. We think the reality that we see every day is a reality-based on a truth, you know, my mind uh, it, it can create a reality. I see that reality and now it comes back. But over many eons, there have been times where what we see has been influenced by other beings who sometimes benevolently realize that we would not be able to cope in a different scenario or if we saw different things. And other times a bubble has been placed over our awareness. So by those who are not so caring of where we are and our soul development, are much more interested in control. And so what happened back in 2012 when the veils fell is that both types of holographic bubbles started to dissolve. And it was said that we are dissolving in order to evolve. But with that dissolving, we in some ways had to grow up. We had to start to say that someone else wasn't going to protect us from what we needed to integrate and assimilate, not only about the world around us, but about ourselves. Now, all the boundaries did not completely drop away. 
And if any of you saw The Matrix, The Matrix, as described in the films, in the trilogies, was one type of control. Yes, so you might have seen it where all those numbers are coming down and they're being told that this, these numbers represent a reality. And now we see that this is how it does work, that you can have a, a database that actually creates something in a 3D form that looks real, but it really started off as just a row of numbers. And if we're honest, that's who we are. We're just a row of numbers. Okay, especially our physical form. Our physical form, you could say, was manufactured for us to be able to live in it as a soul. At the same time, the world around us was created for us to be able to move around, create, do whatever we want to do. As we are evolving, we are in some ways pushing our heads through the gap and saying, Wow, there's another world out there. And that's good. That's what we need. It's really teaching us that we are ready. It's not somebody else doing it. We're saying, I can't live in this place anymore with limitations, even though it's beautiful. And it reminds me of a time when I was traveling in the islands, the Hawaiian islands. And I was on one particular island. and. On this island, they had everything they needed. They had fish, they had water, they had animals, they had fruit, they had vegetables, they had loved ones, they had families, they had games to play. I mean, you would have said it was paradise. And what I felt as I was sitting there, as if I was one of them, I thought, what made someone say, this is wonderful, but what's over that horizon? What made someone who maybe was the first person ever to leave this island say, we're going to create a boat, even though they didn't know what that was, we're going to make a boat and we're going to leave this island because there's something over the edge of the world. Is that the edge of the world we're seeing? And, and those moments have brought us to where we are that ability to be curious, even though we're comfortable. And one has to ask, well, what is it inside us that can't just say, I've got everything I want. Why would I do anything different? And there are many people, if I may be honest, who, who talk like this. I have a job, I have my family, I have money, I have food. Why would I look outside the box? But I've seen that that's also caused them to trust people who maintain the box in the first place and who say, you're much better when you stay here. Don't go outside. Don't be silly. This is the place you want to be. Yeah, but I've heard this somewhere else. No, that's not safe. That's misinformation. That's unvalued and not valuable information. And that's what's been happening recently. And the, I think the vast uh, oppression by those who don't want others to, to spread their wings and calling those people conspiracy theorists or misinformers shows that something big is happening and more and more people are 
one might say, breaking free of this particular matrix that has held us in place for so long. I don't want you to believe there's just one, one matrix and then woo, because I want you to understand that what we call the universal consciousness or collective consciousness is just a mass, if I may put it, of, of computer data. Now, I don't want it to be made out that this is just purely a three-dimensional human data, but there's a consciousness, there's an intelligence that organizes our universe. It's not just randomly spread, but that intelligence that organizes our universe, I think connects us through love. Through, through a loving intention that it is by and through this connection that we experience the fullness of who we are. And none of us want to wander off and do our own thing because this is, this is home. This is what feels right. I think that's a universal truth. So are you poking your head outside? Are you creating a boat so you can look over the horizon? Are you doing something that nobody's done before in your family? Or are you saying, wow, this is safe, and these people out there just keep telling me it's safe and secure, and why would I bother? Because I think that's fine. That's the 80% I talk about. Those who just like go away, Christine, leave me alone. I'm quite happy being here. I don't want to know anything else. And, you know, God bless them. But I can't just sit and not wonder. And I think you're the same as me. And that light energy is becoming so intense. It's almost like drawing us out. It's saying, okay, this may be painful as those people living in the darkness. It may be different. I may have to adapt. I may have to change, but it's worth it. And I'm sure you've all done this. I'm sure you've all had times in your life when you said, I can't stay here anymore. I don't know where I'm going, but I know where I don't want to be. And I think that's what's shifting, that inner knowing that I often talk about. But it's an inner knowing without knowing, yes? It's an illogical logic or a logical illogic because other people might see you as crazy. What are you going to do? You don't know what you're going to do. You don't know how you're going to make money. You must be crazy. But there's a part of you that says it's got to be more than this. I know there is. It's not from a lack of, it's not from lack. It's from a sense of fullness. I know, I know I can fly. I know I can, I have more in me than meets the eye. And I was speaking to a friend and we'd never had this conversation, but we were talking about dreams. And I said, oh, I have lots of dreams. And he says, I have flying dreams. And I was taken a little aback because we'd never had a conversation, one could say, on these more esoteric levels. And he's, he said, yes, I just jump up and I fly. And I went, that's it. Have any of you had those dreams? I think the matter, the, the point about my flying dreams isn't the fact I'm flying. It's the fact that all I had to do was to defy gravity and just jump up. 
it's as simple as that. I can always, in my dreams, I go, oh, my goodness, that was so simple. And that's often seen to be when we have reached that fourth density, that light body. And I remember a wonderful Inca messenger always saying every morning he got out of bed and he jumped up. If he fell down to the ground, he said, oh, still in my third density body. Now, I'm not asking you to try and fly. <laughs> I suggest you just jump up and down. That's the first step. But what is facing us at this time is the courage to step beyond the known. As I say, there's an inner knowing that it's safe to step beyond the known. And that's where we're all now reaching out for not people who are going to show us how to do it, but people who have gone before us or are, are already inspired to say, I don't know where this is leading me, but this is my journey. This is my path. This is, if I don't do this, then I am nobody. And I think that's the inspiration that's out there at the moment. So what holds us down or in place is when we only want to stay with the safe, the known. And for many, that safe and known isn't safe, but it's known. How many people stay in an abusive relationship or a difficult situation because, well, at least I know this, even though it doesn't cause me any pleasure or nurturing. And it reminds me of a woman who came to one of my workshops and by the first break, the first coffee break, she marched up and she said, you're not telling me anything I don't already know. This is before the days really of Google. I know all this. This is all, this is all something that's already known on Google, we could say. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed. And I said, I'm sorry to, to disappoint you. That was not my here. <laughs> Not my problem, it's hers that she was disappointed. In other words, she had expectations. And I said, would you like your money back and perhaps you'd like to go? Well, she looked at me and went, well, no. So I said, well, okay, I'm here if you want to change your mind. So the next part of my talk was very esoteric. Came from deep within my soul. It came from the source of all knowledge. It was totally unknown, totally mysterious. My guidance had given me this information. And there we are at the march. She marches up to me at lunchtime. You're giving me something I don't know. There's no proof. You need to give me proof that this is true. I thought, I can't win. And once again, I offered her her money. And if she wanted to leave, I think she chose to stay. The fact of the matter is there are many people like that. They are terrified of the unknown, and yet they are frustrated by the known. And the only way to do it is to have that inner knowing, not knowledge in our heads, but knowledge in our hearts. And things are changing, aren't they? We are all being shown that the old ways, the old patterns, those who promise safety, security, knowledge is not enough anymore. Nor is it even to give me an idea of, I don't know, um, that I'm a galactic being or this or this. I don't need to know who I am to know who I am. That makes sense. If you call me a name and you give me a, 
a past life memory, it almost forces me to stay in that known place. Our ability is to know that when we feel that resonance and we follow it, we're on the right path, part of this grand plan, but we don't need to know where we're going. We are heading for a partial solar eclipse on the 30th. And this is really why I started thinking about illumination. See, a partial eclipse is really quite an interesting parody on the idea that we are just seeing a little bit of light or the light is coming in, but it's not fully here yet. And that gives us the idea that we can take our time. We're not being rushed because we need to adapt ourselves to this new energy. So I would suggest between this solar eclipse, which is mainly happening in the Antarctica regions, and the lunar eclipse that will happen halfway through May, this is a time for great illumination to come into our planet. And at the same time, because lunar eclipses tend to bring to the surface old emotional energies, I think we're going to see more light being shone in dark places and revelations coming to the surface. And instead of just pushing them down, I think more and more people are going to say, Let's not judge, but let's make sure this never happens again. If it needs to be judged, that's fine. But with judgment, we get suppression. I'm saying let's bring everything to the surface. Let's take ownership of what is ours, give ownership to someone else. And then we can move forward in a much healthier way. So this is our time of illumination. Enjoy the sunlight. We all know now how vital vitamin D is, but enjoy the sunlight, especially in the morning as the sun rises. Let that sun enter your third eye. Let it enter the pineal gland. Clear the energy around your head. Allow your thoughts to be open for new light, new information. And my advice is don't try and make sense of something, whether it's a dream you have and you don't quite understand it. Allow yourself to sit with something because as we bring in very high frequency information, our mind is changing. The synapses of our brain are changing. There are new pathways being laid down. And you are not the person that you were two years ago. Everything has changed and everything will continue to change as speech, information, communication is released from the controls that were placed on it many, many hundreds of thousands of years ago, not just recently. And if you haven't seen The Matrix, I suggest you might go and borrow or watch the trilogy and then maybe the new Matrix. Because the new film, for all its good and bad, people have uh, thought about it. It talks about how easy it is to fall asleep again. And all I would say is this is not a time 
to fall asleep. It is our time to take control of our lives, knowing that we are perfectly equipped to do this, and it's okay to make mistakes. Because it's when we don't make moves that our soul cries. Our soul is in joy as we open our eyes and allow the light to enter. Until next time. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.